Yeah, do. Shishida Jimmy Shishi. Hello. Are you good? This is me. Jimmy is my name. I'm about to tell you something that is personal and a story of the upbringing of my spirituality and understanding certain things that is three different aspects. Well, not three different aspects, but different aspects of who I am and what the spirituality journey has influenced me. First, I'll tell you about the wolf, Tepkine, when I was a toddler. I remember that I was still in my diapers and playing tag with my sisters who are older and my twin brother. I remember running through the hallway, going into the room, climbing over this probably dresser. Somehow, as a kid, I could do that. I was really adventurous and test my limits to my physical ability. So I climbed the dresser, opened the window and jumped out, landed on my bottom. I looked down to the grass, the green grass, and I looked up and then I saw this wolf, this wolf that was staring straight in my eyes, beautiful yellow eyes. A little bit of gray fur with some white, but some pigment of red of the aura around it. I looked at it, touched its cheek of its fur. It seemed like it knew who I was and what I knew who he was. I did not know a wolf before then, but I know it's a wolf. Then I heard my sister call out, at me, kind of angry that I jumped out of the window. I looked at her, then I looked forward and the wolf disappeared. At that moment, my aware of the world and aware of who I am started to become. I tell you this because it was one of my first memories I had a couple memories before then that I could remember probably since I was zero years old. And this was when I was about one or two years old. The wolf spirit that I encountered will always be in my memory. and I always think about it at certain times. And I do not know why it came to me or why I saw it, but I know the memory gives me a little bit of a bliss. Down the road, after elementary, middle school, and high school, about in my early 20s, I had a dream that I was in this white, misty area, like a white room, and it's all white, and then I was walking through it, then I saw a table, three different 
cards or whatever was there. There was one for the past, one for the present, and one for the future. For some reason, I chose the middle one for present. I looked at it, and it said protector. Then I woke up. I was confused on what it meant. Maybe I need some protecting or I need to protect somebody else. Then a week later, I had a dream again. Well, not even a dream. I still was awake looking through at my iPhone and stuff. And then all of a sudden I noticed somebody walked in. It was this man with different kind of eyes and he looked, he seemed different than a human. So I talked to him, but it felt like it wasn't really verbally, but I talked to him. He told me that I need to take care of my brother and my mother and know that will determine what will happen next. So I was confused. Then I realized there was a guy in the room and I didn't really know who he was. So I ran out and asked my brother if he saw a guy walk out and he thought it was me. And he said, well, are you okay, Jimmy? Like, why'd you see a guy? And I'm like, I don't know. He was just talking to me. And then later, I ran into, a week later, me and my friends went to Homer in Alaska. And we took a, and then we decided to drive back at night. Then we got tired and I was tired of driving and we decided to camp. When the camping was happening, they were a bit tipsy and they passed out and I decided to stay awake, stay awake longer so I could watch the fire so nothing bad happens like a fire or anything. So I waited about two hours and looked at the stars. Then after the seeing the stars and the moon, that were very luminous. This, the uh, fire decided, I mean, sorry, the fire started to cool down and I started hearing cracking in the window, I mean, in the, sorry, (laughs) in the forest. And, and I was, it seemed a bit eerie to me. And then I started hearing owls hooting and it was like more than, two owls, I believe, like about three. They were hooting and it was kind of loud and it scared me. So I decided to avoid it and just start listening to music on my phone. And then uh, the fire finally burnt out enough that I knew it wouldn't cause any fire. So I decided to lay down and with my sleeping bag and put the sleeping bag in over my head, but I could still see what was around me. Then I started hearing thumping noises, boom, boom, boom. And also there was like whispering and all that. And the, and I, the thumb, thumb, thumb started 
to come closer, then I felt like I could hear its breathing above me. I was kind of very scared, shaking and all that, trying not to like move because I knew it was a bear because I could see its foot and then start nudging me. And I was like, oh, why is this happening? Like, I hope I'm not gonna die. I hope that I don't like scream and cause my friends to wake up and they get hurt. So I decided to stay quiet and just lay there. And and it kept on breathing and nudging me because I'm pretty sure it was trying to check if it if I was there and trying to like so it could like take a bite or eat me or something I don't know. And uh, I kept on feeling it nudge and I was shaking and breathing really shallow but very scared. I was so scared like and then I try to calm my mind and then. All of a sudden, the my vision, I could see it going far away and then into a dark place. And then when I was in that dark place, I couldn't feel or sense anything like have any touching, feeling, taste, sight. It was all, it felt like it was darkness almost, but I was just there. I knew my existence and it was even a little bit calming. It was just just there and then all of a sudden I told myself I need to get back to where I was and I got there and then I was the bear was still there it kept and then I felt it nudge me again and the breathing the breathing I felt like the breathing was worse because I knew it was still there a nudge Maybe it could have been something or the memory of the nudge, but the breathing kind of terrified me. And I was just so scared, like shaking and all that. And I noticed I was just rubbing the sleeping bag and rubbing the my toes on there just so I could not like, so I could calm myself and know that I'm in the present. And then... Then I started getting hopeless, feeling like like I'm ready to die because this fear and knowing that it's above me, that I'm ready to die because I was ready to face that I am going to die. And that fear, like, felt just I couldn't feel... Um, hope, just hopelessness, and then, like, I went back into that dark era where I knew my existence and all that, and I put myself there because at least I wouldn't feel anything or anything, just be gone. Then I started hearing, like, remembering that I have family, friends, and people that care about me that would be too hurt that would be like gone actual gone and I was like I gotta get out of this so I got out of it and I was just making sure that I couldn't hear any breathing or nudging and I didn't hear anything so I was just laying there just 
cautious that if it was still around. And then I decided to get out of my sleeping bag and I saw footprints and it was gone. When I got up, I just started to look around my surroundings just to make sure that my friends are still alive and I looked and they were sleeping and I uh, was just kind of shocked and the aftershock of what I went through and uh, I decided to just sit there knowing that maybe I survived because of my fears or and then I realized that the bear was actually protecting me trying to like keep me alive like through fear and overcoming that fear of hopelessness because there is shadow spirits around me. I mean, I know shadow spirits in the old ways, they were good because they were part of you. But the shadow spirits to me, like I, that's what I'm gonna describe them as, were kind of nudging at me, trying to get me, trying to get my essence the being of who I am and try and take me away. And that fear stuck with me, but I decided to overcome my fears. After that, started becoming better in a way, but also kind of hurt because of the, it brought back memories of what has happened before of the abuse I went through and I did I do drink sometimes but it seemed like recently I have more often but also it's been about two weeks since I haven't drank and I'm planning on to make it further but before this recent like who I am now I gotta tell you the story of the moose. So after all, facing my fears, like after the bear incident, I started facing my fears and I performed in front of thousands of people and did all these things that used to scare me, walk through the woods at night and at dark times and sing. But then one night I decided to go to the car to start it and go to town and I was walking it was kind of really dark and all of a sudden I ran into this moose and fell back and I saw it looking at me and I know that moose can be unpredictable and attack people and so I was just standing there kind of scared and then I was like I'm just gonna run so I started crawling back and started running and it was icy out with the snow and all that. And I fell onto the side and cut my fingers and my knees because the ice was kind of sharp at certain parts of the driveway. And I ran inside and started walking out to there and started looking at the moose and it was still there just looking. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, moose. I didn't mean to startle you. And but you startled me while smoking my cigarette and I was 
just talking to it for a bit and I was like, well, don't be afraid of me because I won't do anything to you. I mean, I'm more scared of you than anything. And it just looked at me and and then I felt like it was just trying to, like, it was actually listening. So then I decided to walk in and tell my mom and then she went to look out the window and then the moose started coming to the window and looking. Like it felt it was putting its head to the side just looking and it saw me and it was just like, it was just looking at me. It was eerie in a way. So I just went with it and just started being, I was like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. So then the next day, I went out to the front, to the porch, and smoked a cigarette. Then I saw that moose coming from the woods, just, and it started coming close, and it, was on, it went to the right side of the porch. And I was like, holy cow, moose, you startled me. So I started talking to it. I was like, I'm not going to hurt you saying the same things before, but I was like, well... You seem a bit lonely, and I seem a bit lonely, so I started talking to it and all that. And, uh, started looking at me, and then went, put his head over the porch, and just, you know, you kind of pet it on, it's like close to its nose, but a little bit back, and just looked at me, and then started walking towards the front of the porch, and started getting its, like, feet and hooves onto the porch, and I was like, no. No. And then it looked at me, just stopped. I was like, you cannot come up here. You're going to break this porch and you're going to hurt yourself and probably me too. And it just looked at me and then, so, and it got off the porch and then it went to the right, I mean, the left side of the porch, put it, and I decided to sit down because I thought I wouldn't get closer again. And then it got close and started rubbing its nose on my cheek. And I was like, ooh man, this moose is friendly. All the other moose are, like, kind of scary to me. <laughs> and they usually, like, charge at me. And, but this one seems pretty friendly. And then I started to talk to it again. And I was like, so you're alone, and I wonder if mo- most moose are alone or if they see another moose and just walk with it. And, and then it would talk. And then it would just look at me and then it would walk away at times. And and then it decided, and I said, well, I won't give you any food because I don't want you to rely on me on food and you have to find your own food. But if you want to like lay down, you can lay down over there somewhere on the left. And it went over there and lay down and just laid down and started eating some of the grass on the ground. And the snow melted around that area. Then the next day, the moose came during the evening where it was still sunny out. And it came out from the woods that are close by. And then started coming close and my mom was out there. And she's like, man, it's your friend again, Koktai. And then it's... And Koktai mean, means moose in Denihina. And uh, it started coming, and I was just sitting at the edge of the porch, and my mom said, 
get back over here. That moose is going to hurt you. And it came up to me, started rubbing its nose on me. I started petting it again. And, and then um, I did take a picture of both of us together. And then, then what I what happened after that, I won't explain because I don't want to. Well, I'll just say that the moose was disrespected by somebody that I was kind of angry after for a bit. He was just a little bit drunk and kind of, but he was okay and I was a little bit angry at him. So then he didn't come around and I said, I don't understand that, why you wouldn't come around and probably because you were hurt. And I said, well, it was nice for you to offer your friendship and I offered my friendship and and the connection that animals are smart and they are giving to who the, to those who are friendly with them and not wanting to hurt them and all that. So he gave me friendship that I can never explain. So those are most of the stories that I will explain right now. And they're like the ones that I really find powerful towards my growing. And I enjoyed telling you guys and hopefully this helps somebody and all that. Well, I'll hear from you guys sometime. Maybe I'll post something again. So, to connect. Oh, uh, thank you. Bye. Not gosh, Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.